Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Sellouts. I'm your host, Cameron Bradford. And I'm your co-host, Jackson Fleming. How you been, Jackson? Doing good, man. How about you? Uh, Good. Uh, I kind of have a topic. I don't know if we'll stick with it. Um, it. It might get boring. If it doesn't, we'll keep it rolling, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I actually had a conversation with someone the other day. Uh, I I don't know if you know this. I collect books. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't really call myself a book collector, like, really severe. Like, I don't go out and pick up rare copies. I kind of just stumble upon them, and then I buy them or something like that. Um, but I like to read. Uh, I kind of, it's kind of gone from my, I'm not really my prime of reading. Used gotcha. to, I, I would read, like, books upon books upon, like, I would read four at a time. You'd actually read or you'd listen? No, I'd read. Really? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, it's kind of gone downhill. I'm, I'm picking it back up, but I've been reading a book, uh, like nice. books consistently, but I'm, I, I want to try to get back into it. But anyways, I've noticed that with classical literature, especially like, um, like famous classics, people are trying to tr- twist the, the meaning and kind of the moral behind it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't understand why, they, why they do this because it, it, it does a lot of damage, and it, it's kind of insulting to the people who wrote the books originally. Yeah. Um, and I, I had someone come to me. This was a long time ago, uh, and I know it's anecdotal, but uh, you know, excuse that. Just take my word on it that it's a true story, because um, you, you can look it up, and there's articles written on it. Um, someone had came to me with the the novel uh, Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. And they said the novel was about um, uh, transgenderism uh, mm-hmm. and, and transgenders, which um, this book was written in 1818, so it was 100 years before the end of World War I. Uh, transgender studies appeared in the 1900s, so like mm-hmm. mid to late 1900s, not even early 1900s. So they're off by probably... 150 years yeah so uh, i don't it 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 seems like people are coming going back and they're trying to justify their position in politics with classic literature i don't know why people do that it, you don't you don't need classical literature to ju- justify your political views i mm-hmm. i feel like if they're sound and y- you'll be able to talk talk about them in you know normal yeah. dialogue like me and you do um, yeah, like for instance, I I feel like I've changed your views on some stuff, and you've changed, uh, or I've changed your views, and you've changed my views on certain right. things. Yeah, I, I would I've, agree, and I feel like just normally talking, people do that because when uh, something doesn't make sense, it kind of just goes away naturally. Mm-hmm. Like when you have something outrageous, and someone points that out, you go, "Oh yeah, that that's yeah. stupid," <laughs> right? Like you did that our last episode, we were talking about drugs and stuff, and I know I have a really strong bias against drugs, and you know, it's it's nice to have someone kind of talk you down from that, and go, well, you know, you're kind of not making sense, and yeah. I I've I've noticed people go, well, uh, Mary, and they'll go, just we'll go back to Frankenstein. Mary Shelley wrote about transgenderism, therefore my arguments sound gotcha. right. Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. Yes, okay. she was the uh, um, and the moral of Frankenstein is blind ambition and science because 
Uh, Mary Shelley, uh, she was around the kind of the time this novel was written was the death of archaic science, which was alchemy and, you know, just stuff like that. Dark mm-hmm. arts, um, necromancy, um, kind of the old, old age of science. Right. And it gave birth to philosophy and uh, math and um, chemistry and kind of these newer sciences that we see today. Um, and Mary Shelley uh, had a fear, and it, it's a very rational fear. It's a fear I have that science will go too far someday and that we will get to the point where we can't control it. Yeah. Because, um, and, and so the moral is blind ambition and science aren't a good mix. Gotcha. And uh, as, as, I, as I told this person, um, Frankenstein has the same message as Jurassic Park. Someone creates something uh, that no one had ever done before. Uh, it gets out of their control and it destroys everything. Hmm. Right? Uh, Victor Frankenstein created Frankenstein's monster. Uh, he lost yeah. control and it killed his entire family. Sorry, spoilers. Uh, and he hunts it down and it ends up leading to his death. Uh, I, I can't remember the old man. Uh, Rick... Uh, Richard Attenborough, I think, was the actor's name that that played the the old Scottish gentleman that created Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he created a park for um to have live dinosaurs, but he didn't know anything about dinosaurs. Nobody knew anything about dinosaurs. Uh, it ended up killing everyone in the park and him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but in the novel, he actually died in the first in the first novel. Really? He didn't. He uh he was killed by a uh, a uh, Compson. I'll just call them compies. Uh, he got killed by compies, the little green, little green lizards. What? Yep. They uh, they bit him and he fell asleep because in the in the book they they did that in the movie too where they they bite you and you get sleepy because mm-hmm. they have a venom. So they bit him, and he he got sleepier and sleepier because he fell down a hill and broke his ankle. Yeah. And he couldn't get back up the hill, and right. the compies jumped on him. So. Um, but his own creation led to his death, which yeah. is what happened in Frankenstein. His own creation led to his death and the demise of everything he loves. But you, you read the book and you watch Jurassic Park and you read the Jurassic Park novel uh, and you see those connections. Uh, if you add the transgender thing to the Frankenstein one, it doesn't really stick with the Jurassic Park one. Mm. But, you you know, you kind of just look at these things and you... You, you break it down and really what the novel means and you, you look at the person who wrote it because um, art is made by their creator, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at the creator. Um, but uh, it, uh, I'll give another example. H.G. Uh, Wells uh, wrote The Invisible Man. Have mm-hmm. you, I'm, I'm assuming you've yeah. heard of The Invisible Man. Uh, they... Uh, they uh, one I saw was that they said the Invisible Man was about racism in the South. The Invisible Man doesn't take place in America; it takes place in Britain. They 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 took a line from it where because uh, he's covering himself up. They go is uh, is he an African American? But obviously they didn't say that. Right. Um, and that was it. That that was the only line in the entire book where it mentions race. But it was it was because he was covering himself up, so they were asking questions. And they actually asked a bunch of different ones. They go, well, is he disfigured? Is he black? Is he this? Is he this? So they took a line and 
based the whole book on it. Yeah. Um, if it was based on racism of the South, why wouldn't it take place in the South? Right. And yeah. why wouldn't they just make the character black? Right. Mm. The Invisible Man is about what happens when a man has too much power. When someone has too much power, they automatically become corrupt and evil. And that's what the Invisible Man was about because he had the ultimate power. Nobody could see him. And so he went crazy and murdered a bunch of people. Gotcha. And the, the Invisible Man is my favorite antagonist because he is a dick and it's really, really funny. Really? Like he'll just kick people and like punch them. Like if, 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 the, if, if he gets mad at them, he'll just hit them. Like, for no reason. Really? And he'll throw stuff. It's really funny. H.G. Uh, Wells, I don't ag- agree with him politically. He was a socialist. Mm. But his view on socialism was really interesting. He he didn't like Karl Marx. I'm not familiar. Uh, Karl Marx was who wrote the Communist Manifesto. Gotcha. He didn't like, uh, and I'll go into another book, H.G. Wells, because it kind of leads, uh, leads into it. Um so H.G. Wells was a socialist, and he, he went to a lot of socialist um, gatherings and stuff, and um, he did not like Karl Marx because he thought Karl Marx was lazy. He thought his view on communism was, uh, was lazy, and it would make people fat and stupid. Mm. And, you, and his, uh, one of his novels is about that, The Time Machine. The Time Machine is about his view on socialism versus Karl Marx's view on communism. Really? Uh, there's uh, two groups. It's the Enochs, I think, and uh, I can't remember what the the bottom dwellers were called. But well, the surface people and the underground people. So the surface people, uh, everything's beautiful, uh, colorful. Um, they're always happy, but they're stupid, and they're they're frightened all the time. They're scared and they're stupid, uh, but they don't work. They, nobody works, um, but they get preyed upon. By the people who live underground, who are always working, um, they know how to, they use machinery. They're industrial, mm-hmm. and so they prey on the people on the surface who don't work. All they do is uh, lay around and eat and sing and dance. Um, so it's taking his view of socialism versus Karl Marx's view. Gotcha. So you have the industrial people who are preying on the people up at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I yeah. Reading the novel and then learning about who the person was and then going back and reading it is really interesting because I never saw that. I just saw a sci-fi story. Right. But I go back and read it, and I'm like, holy crap, it was right in front of my face. Yeah. But that I, I don't understand why people have to change the meaning of a book because the book is what it's supposed to be. It's the person who wrote it. They intended it to be a certain way. Now, I will, I will give them... Uh, the benefit of doubt on some books because some books you just can't tell. They're so um, ambiguous on mm-hmm. what they mean. And the the person who wrote it meant that. Right. Um, even with modern day novels, you see people saying garbage. I, I just, I don't understand it. Those were, those were the two examples I've seen the most. People have done it with many other novels. But if you, uh, it, I, I, I see this as kind of an attack on culture and, and history. Mm-hmm. And you you see this a lot with um, them tearing down the Confederate statues um, and uh, kind of trying to erase people out of the history books. They're doing it with with literature too. They're changing what they're trying to change what literature means. But if you actually go and read it and look into it, you you can see it's bullcrap. 
But that's just kind of something that was near and dear to me that I saw recently, uh, and I talked with someone about it recently. That it, you know, it really, it really upsets me and makes me mad. It, it, it's just it's ignorance, and and I I don't understand why people do that. It's it's very uh, disingenuous and misleading. Mm. And you know, some people just do it because they don't know any better, and right. and and I understand. Uh, I understand, and and you know. I just want you to know that you're you're being taken as a fool, and it, you know you don't have to take what I say about the novels mm-hmm. at face value. You can read them, you can look it up. I yeah. mean, my interpretation may be not necessarily correct. I encourage you to go read these these books because they're really really good. Um, but look into the person who wrote them before you judge what the book is about and come up with your own meaning. So, what's the reasoning behind Frankenstein being about? Um, transgender um they so the frankenstein's monster um was treated terribly in the book because he was just he he didn't look like people he looked like a monster and he acted like a monster gotcha um and so he uh he acted out and he would kill people and so the argument they're trying to make is well the book is about transgender people because uh, the yada yada transgender people are not looked at normally and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and that that's that's the goal behind it, and it I have really mixed feelings in general about the subject, um, but I it's really disingenuous, and I know they're what their angle is, and I know what they're going for, right. uh, but it's just not true. Do you find it odd that out of all of the books they picked that one? Yes, and and I know why they did it is because it's popular. Right, it's a cult classic. Yeah, everyone that is true. everyone knows about Frankenstein. Yeah. If they pick something, uh, I don't know, kind of off the beaten path, people mm-hmm. would be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, but if you say Frankenstein, everyone knows what Frankenstein is. Yeah, that's a good right? point. It's the same with the Invisible Man. Everyone knows what the Invisible Man is, whether you've read it or not. You you know yeah. you know the you basic know gist it, yeah. of the story. Um, <clears throat> but. I think that's why I think they're just trying to um, push their political message across any means necessary. Yeah. And, you know, people don't read books as much as they used to, so a lot of people eat that up. They're like, oh, well, this person's saying this, so that must be true. Yeah, that's very true. And people don't do research. Like you, you're saying on here, go do research. Yes, don't, nobody does it anymore. Don't don't take what I say at face value. Uh, I understand me saying that kind of makes me a hypocrite because I'm I'm talking about well, other people's interpretations are bullcrap. Here's my interpretation, but I'm saying don't take my interpretation at face value. Right. Go read the book. It's a very yeah. good book. It's possibly one of my favorites. Jurassic Park is uh, some of my favorite movies because it has a really good message. Um, some there is nothing I fear more in this world than science. I like science. I think science is important. Mm-hmm. The people who do science are the ones that scare me yeah. because human nature always gets in the way of everything we do. Yeah. And w- nothing attracts humans' attention more than power. And science gives you limitless power. But science doesn't tell you what to do with that power. And that's what's scary. Yeah. I'd say technology is scarier. And see, that's part of that's part of science. Yeah, but specifically... Yes, technology. technology definitely. Right. But um it it's a very good message and it still sticks to this day. But uh that was kind of that was kind of my rant. So 
Did, did you think that was really interesting? Yeah. I, um, cause I, I, I just kind of like dropped it on you right mm. before we started recording. So yeah, I was, yeah, you were like, yeah, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Maybe like Frankenstein. I was like, Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I, um, I would like to read the article, like uh, wherever you heard that from. Um, I just, I, I pretty much, because someone brought this up to me, and I don't remember the original article they read, but uh, I just did a rudimentary, uh, like a Google search. Mm-hmm. I just looked it up. I looked up Frankenstein transgender, and there was like a whole list of articles that are written about it. Hmm. And then I, I will, I will say that there were articles that um, kind of fit with my my interpretation on the novel whenever right. I read it and I will say there there are many interpretations on it but the transgender one just isn't correct it, you can look at you can look at history um, uh, and it, just kind of the time and mm-hmm. it, there's many interpretations because the author doesn't go out and blatantly state it um, and there's there's many uh, kind of different uh, different myths about why she wrote the article mm-hmm. uh, or the book, but um, that's not one of them. And that that was my problem. It's yeah. there's you can have different interpretations, just not that one because that one's not correct. Hmm. Well, this. Hmm. But the the number one consensus uh, that everyone seems to agree on is the uh, science and blind ambition. Yeah. And and you can kind of get that uh, when you read the novel and when you read or and when you read Jurassic Park because they're they have the same morals. Wouldn't you say? And I'm not sticking up for it. Mm-hmm. Just offering a different opinion. But wouldn't you say that you can kind of interpret art in a different way? Like when you hear a song, right? And let's say songwriter writes a song about their friend dying in a car wreck. It's yeah. not a very happy song, but mm-hmm. you connect with it in a way because maybe you lost a friend or you lost a family member. And although that isn't what the song's about, you still connect with it. Would you say it's good that... I <clears throat> And see, there there's kind of two ways to look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, of course, I'm not telling you you can't have an in different interpretation when you right. read the novel. The thing is, is they're saying that's what the novel means. Mm. So you can say, well, when I read the novel, I, I kind of felt this way. And that's okay. You right. can you can feel a certain way when you write a novel. That's why a lot of people, when they write books, they, they write it open mm-hmm. to interpretation. When you say that that's what the book meant is where you're crossing the line. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, like, like for instance, I can say, well, you know, um, when I read Frankenstein, it really made me think of like, you know, technology and AI and computers. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's perfectly reasonable. Uh, whenever I say that the book is talking about AI, androids, and stuff like that, that's where I'm stepping over the line. So Makes feeling, sense. so you can you can feel certain ways about art because mm-hmm. um, art is in the eyes of the beholder. It's the same with beauty, right? Um, and it like it same thing. If I said I don't like Frankenstein, I don't think it's a good novel. Okay, you're okay to feel that way. Yeah. Um, it, or you can say it's a good. I, I personally 
really enjoyed the book. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of why I got a little heated over it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm very passionate about stuff like that. Um, feeling and meaning are two different things. Very but that's true. a good question. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I understand what you're saying. People can say, well, when... When I when I read it, I really connected with Frankenstein's mm-hmm. monster. Yeah, and that's okay. Uh, when but you that's say, not what they're saying. Though. Yeah, no, they're saying the book means this, and that's where I have a problem. That's so weird. Like, um, what does the author have to do with that? Like, as far as what? It was a female who wrote it, right? Mm-hmm. Did she like write other books about that topic or mm-hmm. have? No, um, anything modern uh, modern transgender theory, which is uh, what it what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still as much as people want to get up in arms. It's still a scientific theory. Um, but um, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I I even said I wouldn't get super controversial. Uh, yeah. It it is a very modern thing. Mm. It is less than eighty years old, I would say, uh, mid I would uh, mid to late nineteenth uh, century, or twentieth century. Gotcha. Um, it is a very modern thing. It is very brand new. All over. Yes. It. Um. The the one people like to. Um, men used to dress up as women in comedy. That's as old as Shakespeare. Right, right. Yeah. Shakespeare would do that. Yeah, that doesn't mean they were talking about transgenders, mm. right? That that's a common thing you see with it. Is they say, well, th- they did this, and it's kind of the same as this, mm-hmm. so it means the same thing, which isn't true. Yeah. Um, did Mary Shelley probably watch a play where there was cross-dressing humor? Most likely. Mm-hmm. Does that mean she wrote the book about it? No. Yeah, and you'll you'll see that. That's that's one of the arguments. Transgender theory is a very recent thing. As a matter of fact, homosexuality is a pretty recent thing. I would definitely disagree with that. Right? Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. As far as it being an identity is new, right? Okay. Because you um, you wouldn't have people come out and say, I'm gay. That is fairly new. Right. Right? I would say... Now, now does that mean that homosexuality... Is a brand new thing. No. Yeah. Right. There's, uh, there's, uh, his historically there's stories of people doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like it is more common today, uh, but we won't talk about that. Okay. Um, but, uh, transgender theory is, is from this past century. It wasn't from, I mean, that was the beginning of the 1800s when she wrote that book. That's 1818, right? Is when the book came out. That's a hundred years before the First World War, and then probably another fifty or thirty or forty years after that is when the theory came out. So mm. she would have been long gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. Um. But I I think that uh, her basing the story because she felt that way is highly improbable because it just wasn't common practice and it's a fa- fairly recent uh, new thing. Hmm. I really want to read the article, or the articles, mm-hmm. and just see what what they're. You want you want to read them on m- here? If you want, okay. Uh, just like if it's more than like um, more than what you're saying. 
Like if there's hidden. Oh, wait, there it goes. Um, where are you pulling it from? Google. You want to say it on here? Yeah, I'll I'll pull up. I'll I'll just pick one out from the. If I can get it. But yeah, just like if there's <clears throat> more to the story. Because you know? I I looked I looked at a couple of them today. That's uh, pretty interesting. Because, in a weird way, I see why they're doing it, why they're saying that. Kind of makes sense. Not really. But see, the problem with that is, is they say that that's definitely what the novel is about, yeah. which isn't true, right? It's the same yeah. thing. In in people will, I, I've seen I've seen this time and time again where people push their politics onto art, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can feel a certain way about art. That doesn't mean that's what the art means. Yeah, right. The art is what the artist intended. I agree. Right. Well, this is. What's this from? I'll try to pull one up. Sorry for the the quiet. <laughs> uh, but uh I if I can pull one up. If you can, it's fine. Just I can go on my own time and look. Let's see, did I find one? I I'm seeing some uh See, here's a different one than what I saw. It says the novel Frankenstein manages to keep women in their place and yet the monster may well be carrying the excess of gender that fails to fit properly into man and woman as conventionally defined. If the monster is really what a man looks like when we consider his aggressive form, or if this is really what a woman looks like when her own gendered place is destabilized, then the monster functions as a liminal zone of gender, not merely the disavowed dimensions of manhood, but the unspeakable limits of femininity as well. So they're talking, it seems, see, I didn't see this one. I really don't understand what they're saying. So what's the story of Frankenstein? Refresh my memory. So uh, I will put it in the basic of basics. Mm-hmm. Um, Victor Frankenstein uh, had, he had a, I think he had a dream, uh, but basically he got really fascinated with the idea of bringing someone back to life. Gotcha. Um, and so he robbed graves and did all kinds of stuff, and then he eventually brought a monster to life. Um, the monster went, uh, ran away, um, he became educated, uh, and learned how to speak and communicate. Um, he became enraged, killed the guy's family. He, he chases, uh, uh, Victor Frankenstein chases the monster. Uh, and then you run and he runs into a sailor, which is, um, so how the story's set up is it's, uh, it's through letters. So it's really? um yes it's a, it's a captain uh who's writing letters and he he picks up Victor Frankenstein who's like sick and about to die. And uh but it he he makes him a wife, he kills the wife um because he he calls it a monster. Mm. Um 
But in the end, Victor uh, Victor Frankenstein dies. Uh, the monster says the the only person who ever looked at me is dead, uh, and runs off, and nobody sees him again. Hmm. Uh, like I said, very basic, bare bones. I'm sure I messed up somewhere. No. Right? It's been a while since I read the book. Um, but the the uh, the the character Victor is consumed with the uh, need to create life. Mm. He wants to be a god. He wants to I make. See. He wants to make a human. Yeah. Right. Uh, people don't see him. He like goes off on his own and isolates himself. Gotcha. Um, the movie is different. I, I'm not sure if they made one that was like the book, but mm. the one where the villagers storm the castle and stuff, yeah. I'm sure you've seen, yeah, that. I've seen that. That's not really how the book goes. Mm. Um, but the from what I've seen, they say because the monster is isolated, nobody likes him, right? Everybody sees him as a monster no matter where right. he goes. Uh, they're kind of loosely stretching out the narrative. Yeah, sounds like they're grasping for straws. Right, and and people do that a lot um, with with uh, literature. They yeah. they'll go, well, the curtains are blue. Does that mean something? Mm. And you go, well, it could just the curtains could just be blue. Yeah, just because maybe the author liked blue. Yeah, right. But then you'll get some people say, well, the uh, the curtains are blue because the author was depressed, right? And right. and blue is blue is the color of sadness. Right. You're like, well. I don't know about that. Yeah. Maybe. May, yeah, yeah, right. Maybe, but I don't know. You that like I said, that's not what the book was about. Yeah. Um take take what I said. Don't take what I say at face value. Mm-hmm. Right? Obviously go read it, read the articles, see what you think. Um but just based on the timeline of when the book was written, uh the person who wrote it yeah. Um I, you could argue that the book was feminist. Mm. If you wanted to. Yeah, I think that would have more ground. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Right, but also just because the author's a woman doesn't necessarily mean that she was a feminist. That's yeah. that's another thing. Uh the big feminist movement movement was in the 1920s. The women's gotcha. suffrage movement. So, but her husband was a philosopher and her husband died. Uh, her mother also died. That was one of the, that was one of the more plausible ones that I saw. That she was surrounded by. I mean, like tons of people she knew died. Right. Um, and so this was a book about that. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but there's there's a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of different interpretations. I'm just saying that one doesn't have ground. Yeah. Right. I would agree. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's what it is. Uh, you know, people will get upset, but it's the truth. Yeah, it's weird that we have this movement where we're we're changing things. Yeah, you know, right? We we talked about this with Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Yeah. Now we have the potato head. It's just potato head, maybe. It's, it's not just Mister Potato Head. What? I didn't hear about this. Really? I oh, didn't hear yeah. about this. Oh yeah. Mr. Potato Head no longer exists. It, I think it's just Potato Head. I had a Mr. Potato Head. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that why you're a conservative? 
Yes, I had I had a Mr. <laughs> Potato Head, so that means uh, that's why I have very traditional views about marriage. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it actually, um, I looked at him every day, and it reminded me of... How to be a real man. Yeah, how to be yeah. a real man. <laughs> and then I put his nose on his butt because I thought it was funny. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know about that. that no, was... I, I didn't know about that. Uh, I know... I, I know about the Miss Mrs. Buttersworth, mm-hmm. uh, the Land of the Lakes. They took the Indian off. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, I don't know. I it, it's really weird to me that the same people who say we should make everybody equal are mm-hmm. trying to erase stuff right. like that. That seems it's, like a very we we and we talked about this. Yeah, it's very silly that they want to take. Uh, cause the lady that was on, well, I'll talk about Aunt Jemima cause Aunt Jemima is really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. The lady who was on that they used as the figurehead was one of the richest black women in the history of the United States. Really? She because got com- of that? Yeah. She got, she got paid for that. Wow. Yeah. And she was an ex-slave. Really? Yeah. That's insane. She's gone now. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares. I was super upset. I was mad. Yeah. You tweet. Did you? No, you didn't tweet about it. No. You, uh, you put it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I said, goodbye, Itch and my mom. I'll miss you. Yeah. Yeah, I was mad about that. I, I liked it. It's weird. It it made me want to buy the pancakes, like seeing, yeah. seeing a face on there. It's the same with Miss Butterworth. Everybody knows Miss Butterworth because mm-hmm. she's on the syrup bottles. Yep. It's so weird. Like, it's... It's racist, right? Yeah, right. You know, yeah. It's, it's it's racist to have a black lady on pancakes. I don't. It it would, it would be better if it was like a stereotypical Canadian on right. pancakes. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. then, right. You made a very good point. I didn't think about it. That. It would like it. It it's it's not like she's on like fried chicken or like watermelon or something. It mm. she's on pancakes. Right, yeah. but those are the stereotypes. Yeah. You get what I'm saying, I, I understand. right? It, it's not like she's on stuff like that, where right. you know, people would be like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. she's on pancakes." Yeah, if you if you had a, which I doubt Canadians would care, but if you had a guy going, "Buy her pancakes, okay?" Yeah, let's go catch some salmon or trout. Nobody's taking the KFC guy. Oh, they've gone after Colonel Sanders. Really? Yes, they've been after Colonel Sanders for a while. Which, by the way, he was a very cool man. Really? Yes, I watched... Uh, I have a huge respect for Colonel Sanders. Um, he actually left the company. Really? Yes, because they were... Uh, they were, they changed his recipe. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a... There's a restaurant uh, outside of Louisville that is his his recipe chicken. Because the, the company KFC changed his recipe. They can still use his face. Yep. Yeah, because he was the he was the figurehead for the company, but he he left the company to make his own uh, chicken restaurant again. Yeah, again wow. because uh, he he started the company. He had a recipe. They changed it. So if you see original recipe, it's a lie. Huh. But I have I have a huge respect for Colonel Sanders because he left the company and all that money mm-hmm. because he had integrity, and they yeah. go after the guy. That's. That's that's American entrepreneurship right there. Yeah. You you don't sell out. 
right? You see that with companies these days. They just have they have no they have no spine. They have no balls, right? Yeah. Anytime someone says something, they go, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. sorry." You know what about the Wendy's girl? Nobody's gone after her, right? They don't go after the the white people. I wonder why. It's just it's weird. Yeah. I don't. It's it's like nobody cares. It's it's weird. And you tell people these things, they go, "You're crazy." Mm-hmm. And I go, "What? Yeah. Do you not see it?" But uh, it's just a matter of time before they get rid of everything. Yeah. You're not allowed to have fun anymore. Aunt Jemima was fun. Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben was fun. I agree. Right, and they got rid of him. The Land of Lakes Butter Indian person was was fun. I I knew the symbol. Now it's just a circle. Really? Yeah, it's just a circle with the background. All they did was take out the the Indian. It's boring. Wow. It's. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just it. There's no. There's. It's not colorful anymore. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They're what 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 they're doing is they want everything to be cookie cutter. They want everything to be the same. Yeah. They they want things to be bland and colorless. They don't they don't want they don't want companies to have fun anymore. Right? And I have my own problems with companies. There are companies yeah. I really don't like. Name a few. Uh YouTube, Google, um Microsoft, um Nesquik. I don't like Nesquik. Really? Nike, Adidas. Whoa. Why? Why? Nesquik has, like, essentially committed war crimes. What? Yes. Nesquik, like the... The the, the, uh, the chocolate rabbit. What? Yes. That company is terrible. Seriously? Yes. You do, please read up on that. It is... Okay. I, I mean, it's, it's terrible, but it's funny because it's a little chocolate cartoon bunny. Yeah. It's the same with Dole. Dole has committed atrocities. Nobody cares. Hmm. They literally collapsed a government to get bananas. Several several governments. They collapsed several governments to get bananas. It's insane. Hawaii literally collapsed a government to get bananas, and that's why it's part of the United States. They used to have a queen. They did. used to have a queen. And uh, they were like... We can grow bananas there. They're communists. Go get them. <laughs> I love Hawaii. Now they have Tulsi. They're good. Tulsi? Yeah. Uh, what's what's that? Is that a company? No, Tulsi uh, Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it it's it's a lot worse than what's on surface level too. Like like the deeper you go, the worse it gets. Right. Um. And it's it's insane. I don't know why people are this way. Uh, it goes back to they have power, so they're going to do whatever they want mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, yeah, and I wonder if it starts as like a joke, you know, mm-hmm. and no one's really offended, but then the news catches on and then people are talking about it and it spreads mm-hmm. along on memes and, and they're like, oh, people don't like this. Okay, let's get rid of this. I think um, I think it's people... Uh, acting maliciously to get rid of things, right? And I don't, you you know you don't have to agree with me. That's okay. I don't I don't know. I, don't I know think it I, I think it's people with malicious intent. I'd say um, some of the time. Um, yeah. But it I I don't I don't 
people who are listening, uh, I, I'm not sure if you know this, uh, humans are inherently evil. Mm. Everybody is. Everybody has the capacity for evil. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go over a book, actually. This, right back to it. Um, a book, A Heart of Darkness. It's about a man who goes into the Congo uh, mm. to do ivory trade. Okay. And he hears about this guy um, who who brings in more ivory than anyone. And then they get there, and this guy is committing horrendous war crimes, and he is torturing people, and he's putting people's heads on pikes. So he Ooh. hears all these all these good things about this guy, and then they get there, and he's committing terrible acts. Right. Um, people say that this is about war crimes that were committed in the Congo. It's not true. The setting has nothing to do with the moral, mm. which is another... Which is another thing I don't get. People think just because there's a setting means that that's what the book's about. The book is about uh, the atrocities that man can commit when given free range. It has the same right. message as uh, uh, Lord of the Flies. What What is that? Uh, Lord of the Flies is a book about kids who get uh, left on an island by themselves, mm. and then they uh, go back to a primitive state. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, they kill each other. They set fire to the whole island. Ouch. Uh uh, the first time I heard about it, they said they ate someone. I don't think that they didn't eat anybody, from That's what good. I remember. But I don't know if you know this, but the idea of someone being civilized is fake. It's not real. How so? Um, if you were left in the wild with people and you had to, you would either be killed to be eaten or you would kill someone to eat them. If you were left in the wild, but if you weren't left in the wild. Let me, I can take it a step further. Why do you think criminals exist? I don't know. Because, because they want something. Because they want. Because because greed is a powerful motivator and survival is a powerful motivator. Gotcha. So if someone has to commit an atrocity to get something they want, they'll do it in a heartbeat. But you're not a criminal. I'm not a criminal. But every person, every person has that in them. Mm. And that's what that book explores. Right, I like that. Um, every human, it is an, it is a, it is part of humankind. Right, every human, even me, mm-hmm. every human in the entire world, can do evil things. Humans are evil, yeah. in inherently evil by nature. Yeah. Right. I would argue that there are truly no good people, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Charity. Charity is inherently selfish because when you give someone, I'll tell you, when you give someone, it's when you give to someone, it's because it makes you feel good. Right? Not always though, right? Most of the time. Some of the time. I would say most of the time. Right? I I think it just depends on who it is and what it's for, right? No. When When you give someone money, there's always... And it can be deep down in your subconscious. Mm. There is an alter- alternative motive. I mean, I would agree that it does feel good to give, right? One hundred percent. But to say that that's an all that's their only motive would be so that they feel good doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? Yeah. So whenever, whenever everybody. Gives let me let me ask you this question: okay. When someone really famous gives away a lot of money, what do they do? But we're not talking about the no. This this is just I'm taking the 
the biggest example, and then I'll 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 show you a small example too. Okay, but you also have to keep in mind who you're dealing with. You're dealing with actors. You're and dealing with hang on, I'm, famous people I'm, who I'm strive ge- for that. I'm, I'm getting into that. Yeah. Right. I will tell you the best way to give charity. With because no matter what, something you will always be selfish. That is human nature. Mm. Human nature is to be greedy and selfish. Right. To get you, you don't naturally do things without a motive, mm-hmm. without getting something back. Right. Everyone's that way. Right. There, there, there's nothing to be ashamed of about that. That's human nature. You can't control that. I'm not saying that because I'm the same way. Every, everybody is bad. Right. Mm-hmm. No one, no one has a higher moral authority. Okay. With the exception of Jesus Christ. Right. And God. And right. That gets into my religious stuff. We won't talk mm-hmm. about that. Right. Um, the best way to give charity is to do it without telling anybody. I would agree. And I've done that. Right. And because as soon as and, and you see this a lot, people give away to charity and they say something about it. Mm-hmm. They say, well, I gave to charity. Automatically, it's selfish. Yep. I would agree. Automatically. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you have good intentions behind telling people. If you say, hey, I'm saying this to inspire people, you're still selfish. Yeah. Because you're expecting people will pat you on the back and say, good job. Yeah. That's a selfish motive right away, automatically. Yeah. People, some of the worst things that humans have ever done come from good intentions. Yeah. But. I would say everything, really. Yes. I mean, every, really. Everyone has good intentions <laughs> this for is, the most part. This is, this is going to sound terrible. Everything humans do are, is terrible, is bad. In some way, to mm. someone, it's bad, right? And I know this kind of counteracts what I said yesterday mm. or last last week. That doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. You should always do good things, but just know that you're you can take it too far, right? You have to minimize the damage when you mm-hmm. do good things for people. A good example is Christmas. You should not give presents to people you expect to get something back from. You should give presents to everyone, whether or not they give you something back. You need to be as generous as possible because the second that you become stingy, it's hard to get back. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I'm bad about this. Some, you, right? I, I still need to pay you. <laughs> You're all good. Right? That's a bad thing. Mm. Right. I owe you money. I should pay you. I owe my friend money. I should pay him. Mm. Right. But I push it back because I want money. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's bad. That's that's me con- committing an evil act. Being selfish. Right. Right. We have seven deadly sins for a reason. Yeah. Most of them have to do with greed or being selfish in some way. Right. But that goes back to the book. That's what the book is about. Just because someone is doing something good doesn't mean that they're not being evil at the same time. Right. Every human has the capability of doing something terrible. Mm-hmm. Every single person. Yeah. Right? Every single person, if pushed, they can commit horrible acts yep. that will be appalling. Right? Let's. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an extreme example. A serial killer that kills criminals, pedophile, rape, Convicted pedophiles, rapists, terrible people. Is mm-hmm. he a good person because he's killing those people? No. Right? I would say both. 
he's getting rid of bad people, but he's committing a terrible act to get rid of those bad people. Right. So it all depends on who you ask. Yeah. I think someone who kills pedophiles necessarily isn't a bad person. They come from a good place. Mm. Right. But they're still committing an atrocity. Right, but that's that's what that book's about, right? It's it's Heart of Darkness. It's really really good. But I know I went on a ramble. Yeah. But it's a very good topic to talk about. Yeah. Because not many people think about that. Just because we're civilized doesn't mean we have, we we have a high morale mm-hmm. or a high morality, right? And that book kind of makes you think: is like, if pushed, will your moral stand? Right. Because if you're pushed hard enough, the answer is always no. Will you kill someone if your family's starving and you need food and they have it? Yeah. You know right. what this reminds me of? What? The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight? Yeah. Remember, that's that's Joker's whole thing is at the end he puts the bomb. Oh, yeah. He, both of the... The prisoners yeah. and then the uh, the citizens. Yeah, and he because says Because he says, he who's, says the, who's the worst? Yeah, he says if when pushed... People you know, commit terrible people acts. Commit, yeah. Right, and we can talk about Batman. Batman's a really good example. Mm-hmm. Batman, by not killing people, leads to more violence and death. Right. Right? Is Batman a good person? Because he can kill the Joker, and then the Joker won't be back. But he doesn't. He arrests him and puts him in jail, and he always escapes. Yeah. At all one, of the... Yeah. yeah, all of them. At what point does he become a bad person? Yeah. Right? And that that's, that's something I talk... Because people say, well, it's noble he doesn't kill people. Mm-hmm. Well, at the same time, more people die. Yeah. Right. And that's that's he has the moral that he doesn't kill people. Yeah. Right. That's that's one of his things. He goes, I'll never kill someone. Mm-hmm. What point does he become the villain for not doing that? Yeah. Right. And that that's a really interesting thought that that's something that I, I think about frequently. Um, I always I always tell people I'm a human. Therefore, I'm evil. Right. And no, oh, don't say that. You're a good. And I go, no, if Bush comes to shove, I will commit evil acts. Mm-hmm. Everyone does it. Right. And you need to know that mm-hmm. because it is a very humbling thing to know that you have the potential to be evil. Yeah. Because I, I've met I've met too many people who are like, oh, I'm 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 a good person. I would I would never do anything. And you go, no, you can't say that. Yeah. Because yeah. at the bare bones of human civilization, it's kill or be killed. Right. And that's terrible to say, mm-hmm. but it's true. Right. If a ro- if someone attacks you with a knife, are you gonna sit there and go, huh, well, yeah, right? Uh oh, I see. What you're, I see what you're saying. Right, and yeah. I, I I know you were really against it when I was first saying it, um, but I I want to hear your point of view because it's really interesting. I I like hearing what people have to say. It's the same with the death question. I like hearing what people have to say. Right. So I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think you, in your, you kind of tapered off. You were talking about charity and things like that, mm-hmm. and I was like you know, little on the fence mm-hmm. trying to make sense of it, make sense of what you were trying to get out. I know um, I don't, I don't uh, articulate very well sometimes. Um, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it sucks. Yes. It, it sucks to admit. In a, in a situation where you were put, you know, your fight or flight mode will, mm-hmm. will come out and, I think it's not something that we like to think about, you mm-hmm. know. 
it, it um, makes people uncomfortable. It really does. Yeah. And I could tell it was making you uncomfortable. Yes and no. Um, I, I was just trying to piece together what you were trying to say mm-hmm. as you were saying it. Um, but I do agree. And this this goes back to what we talked about last episode. I still think humans are superior to other animals because we have the ability to change the switch. Right. Right. We have we have a compassionate side. It's not all uh, eat or be eaten. Humans mm-hmm. have a compassionate side. Yeah. Animals do not. Animals, it's always kill or be killed. Sometimes. Right. Some animals. Most animals. Right. Yeah. Even domestic dogs are this way. Yeah. Right. Because if you don't feed them, like like let's say um, cats are the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. I and I'm biased. I'm not a cat person <laughs> Me either. Right. Cats will eat you if you die. Yeah. Dogs wait a little bit longer, and that's that's the way dogs are built. Mm-hmm. Um, dogs actually, um, they have been with humans. They were the first domesticated animal. Some some people say chickens, but you know, they're chickens. Dogs yeah. dogs really are man's best friend, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why. Dogs actually grieve over their owner's death. Oh yeah. They do it in a different way than humans. Yeah. And they get over it faster. They're like, mm-hmm. oh okay, well. And yeah. and you see this with wolves when when a wolf dies from the pack mm-hmm. packs grieve it but they move on. Mm-hmm. Humans do this in a completely different way. We uh, almost cannot move on sometimes when people die, and we uh, we push we we almost get like a sort of psychosis from it, uh, depending on yeah. how you handled it. And this is why I talked about it last episode. It's very important to see the positive side because the world is a dark place. Mm-hmm. Humanity is is dark and evil, but that doesn't mean good can't come from it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, charity, you should do charity. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't arguing against you should always yeah, give to yeah. the less fortunate. Yeah. Um, just know that you you have this selfish side and you need to try to not indulge it. Right. Um, like, for instance... It, give charity, but don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, give without ex- wanting anything in return. That's yeah. that's a big thing about Christmas. Give, but do not accept yeah. to yeah. receive anything back. That's where, I, right? Yeah. But but you still have to know there's there there is there is selfishness in it, mm-hmm. right? I can see that. Yeah. Right. But it. I, I'm not saying charity's bad, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying people who give to charity. Yeah, I know. Are bad. I know. Right. I'm yeah. I'm just saying there there is. Humans are evil, right? And there's mm-hmm. there's always that part. But that doesn't mean that humans can get better. There's always... If you're evil, there's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Once you hit rock bottom, you can only go up. Mm-hmm. My philosophy is always try to improve yourself. Heck yeah. Because there's there'll, there'll always be a bad part. But you need to be the best you can be. Yeah. Right. That's the best philosophy for humankind is be the best you can be. That's what I strive for. Right. And and you see what happens uh with with people who don't a yeah. good a good Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Right. Uh a lot of the Hollywood elites and people who have money, they mm-hmm. indulge in these terrible acts and nobody does anything about it. Yep. Um but it's terrible. You you have to know that that human humanity is capable of that because mm-hmm. you see it time and time again when people get money and power they do horrific things. 
You're right. And and that we we talked about fame and fortune. Fame and fortune is is you know you you can strive for it. There there's noble causes to strive for it. But you have to know that people do get corrupted by it. Oh yeah, very easily. Oh yeah, right. And that's that's why I I have made it a personal goal to not strive for fame and fortune because yeah. I know it corrupts people, mm-hmm. and I know because money and greed always corrupts people. Because yeah. you just want more. You're like, well, I have this, but can I have more? Mm-hmm. And then you take and you take and you take, and then you're a monster. Yeah. I think there are ways that you can have a humble approach to it. Right. And, and you know. It takes it, effort, though. Yeah. It, the easy path is giving in. Yeah. Which most, yeah. I would say, do. And I'm not saying there, there are rich people that are bad. I don't think all, all rich people are bad. It's mm-hmm. just, it's most of them are. Yeah. Right. And it it's kind of that giving into giving into your your id. Mm-hmm. Which we can talk about that real quick because that's something Go for I've, it. I've gotten into yeah. that I'm pretty interested in. This has been a good episode. It is. Holy crap. Yeah. We've talked about a lot of good stuff. I have read. Uh, I've been reading a book by uh, Carl Jung, who is uh, he's a psychoanalysis. All right. Uh, like Sigmund Freud. Oh I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um. Sigmund Freud came up with this uh, this uh, theory that is well known. I actually talked to a psychologist about it because I, I didn't know if it was seen as um, uh, Schadenfreude. I, I may have been using that word, crap. Mm. Um, but uh, it's the id, the ego, and the superego. Mm-hmm. So humans have three uh, different things. The you or the ego. The it is your evil side, the one that wants to indulge in stuff and overindulge. Mm-hmm. And the superego is the straight-laced. Uh, when you see it in cartoons, the it is the devil. The superego is the angel. Gotcha. Uh, the superego is your conscience, right? Mm-hmm. And the id is the uh, it's it is your primitive self giving into these uh, these primitive feelings and emotions, right? Um, and I, I found that really interesting because you can you can see it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you get in, you, cause, uh, I'm, I'm for the most part an introvert. I, right. I'm very extroverted because I, I try to be, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I think a lot and I'm inside my head a lot. Uh, are you that, are you that way? Exact same way. Um, I, in, in, it's good to have both. Yeah. It's good to be able to, um, talk and, and talk to people and reach out, mm-hmm. but it's also good to be inside your head and think about things before you say them. Yeah, and I'd like to think I do that. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't, but mm. you know, besides the point, I'm very stubborn and and hard headed. Oh, I know, and hot blooded. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, you you think, and you go, well, I feel this way because that's the id. Mm. I feel this way, and then you rationalize it. That's the super ego. You have to indulge in your feelings, but you have to be rational about it at the same time. And you can right. see that working. You can go, I want to kick that son of a bitch in the face. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, oh, well, you, you shouldn't do that because, you know, that that's a little unnecessary. Right. And so you call him a pussy and then that's it. Yeah. So you, you met in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Sometimes you go with the super ego, but you have to indulge in the id. Mm-hmm. You, you have to you have to be fun and and. Uh, carefree, but you have to get stuff done when it needs to be done, and you have to be responsible. Hmm. And that's a good balance. Yeah, carefree and loving life, 
and doing things that are fun and things that you enjoy. Uh, but if you do too much, that can lead to addiction, right? And that's what yeah. we talked about. That can lead to addiction and that can lead to you not having a firm grasp on life mm-hmm. and um, being lazy. Yeah. Whereas if you go the other way, straight laced, you never have fun. You never truly enjoy life. But if you do both, you're responsible and carefree. Mm-hmm. Right. So you get things done when they need to be done, but you know how to relax and have a good time. Yeah. Which is what you should strive for. But uh, that that's kind of what I've been uh, looking into recently. And it's it's been pretty interesting. I, I yeah. got to say, uh, uh, Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud, that those are two good like people to look into. Mm-hmm. I, I've really been enjoying it. Yeah. Learned about uh, Sigmund Freud mm-hmm. in my psychology classes. Um, and, and something really interesting I've been uh, looking into is the uh, the unconscious side of things, like your subconscious mm-hmm. and how things can come into conscious field. But like the because I really didn't used to believe in dreams. I thought dreams were just nonsense. And I, I've kind of been looking into it and thinking about it a little bit more because I've been reading some uh, some books on it and mm-hmm. uh, kind of looking into it. Um, and, and, and it seems like dreams have more meaning than first comes because you know if, if you look at dreams from kind of just a distant standpoint they don't make sense it's just yeah. nonsense but that's because that's your id yeah. your id is nonsense yeah it's bringing out your true raw emotion and feeling and wants and uh desires mm. and when you see that you go what is that yeah but it's it's kind of looking at it from a different perspective and it's been really interesting. I've been reading uh, Dreams of Man. That's uh that's uh it's by uh, Carl Jung. Really? Mhm. He talks and, all about like what dreams are, yeah, the meaning well, behind them. So the the interesting part about dreams is uh you have to you no one can just analyze your dreams mm-hmm. because people will always put their thoughts and feelings into it. And mm-hmm. that's that's why you have a hard time understanding someone else's dreams. Right. Where you go, "Well, I think your dream means this." Well, th- it's bullshit. Yeah. So if you if you tell someone, people have to be trained specifically to read into it, and they have to hold back their thoughts and feelings and emotions, mm-hmm. because how humans view the world is um, experiences, their experiences, their own personal feelings and opinions, mm-hmm. and that's how they see the world. How they see the world will be completely different than how you see the world, mm-hmm. right? And you see that just talking with like me and you talking with. Well, right. I don't. I don't really see that. Right. And well, I don't I don't yeah. necessarily agree with that. Why would you want someone who disagrees with you to evaluate your dreams? Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what he talks about. Um, I think I'm on page 104 or something like that. It's really good. I've been reading it on my breaks at work, but I definitely recommend looking into his stuff. Has he talked about what they are? Like what dreams are? Like why we have them. Uh, yes. So it's kind of what I was talking about earlier. It's your unconscious feelings and desires coming out. Mm. So like stuff you've, you've pushed in because, um, he, he kind of talks about how people have pushed away religion and they've, they've kind of throw it out the window, but he kind of argues that religion is important Mm. and he gives really, he really interesting viewpoint on religion. And it says that, uh, men now worship false gods, which is rationality. Mm. And he, he says you can't rationalize dreams because they're not rational thought. Yeah. Right? And so it's it, it's a good read. I, I can't really put it to justice. Yeah. I want to read it. Seriously. I 
It is. I, I think it's like ten dollars on yeah. Amazon. I'll read so that. That sounds awesome. It's good. Uh, I just I I ordered a bunch of stuff. I also I'm col- I'm looking at the Encyclopedia of Archetypes, hmm. and so one of the things that they came up with was archetypes, which is like the knight, um, the uh, the Holy Trinity, the Mother, the right. Rabbit, like um, Aesop fables. Like mm-hmm. he has archetypes in his stories. Uh, like um, I'm I'm having a brain fart. Hercules. Hercules is an archetype. Mm. He's the gotcha. he's the hero, mm-hmm. right? And he goes on a hero's quest, like the Odyssey. The Odyssey is is an archetype. Um, but uh, I got the second part. Uh, it's actually on sale to this day. I don't. I don't. You know, it, it probably won't be on sale. Sixty six percent. The book really? is normally a hundred and twenty dollars. Oh I got gosh. it for forty five. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, so if you want that book, Jackson, yeah. you should probably go buy it now. Yeah. Because I just bought it today, or yesterday. That's interesting. Um, back on the dreams, because mm-hmm. that really intrigues me. Because I've always wondered what they were, and I've tried to look into them, and, and I feel like I've understood some of them, you know, and, and gotten something out of it, and been like, oh, I'm... Still haven't gotten over this, and I still haven't See, dealt and with that, this. That's and something he talks about. Um, you can't. Uh, uh, did you look online? No, was, I didn't. No, you didn't. I just I, I had um, a therapist. You had a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and see if if they're if they're licensed or or trained to do something like that, that's okay. Right. But um, having someone just tell you what your dreams mean, mm. you'll go, oh, okay, that makes sense, and it yeah. may not be right. Right. Uh, it wasn't like that. It was more mm-hmm. so just. Um, talking about it and just mm. she just listened really. And, yeah. So and see, then, she you know she may she may know what. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying that she didn't. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It may not be, but I find it very weird that every single one of us falls asleep every day, mm-hmm. and it feels like that, and we wake up with these insane stories and movies that we just played in our head. And then we just go on about our day. Mm-hmm. Um, and something interesting I learned is, have you ever noticed a phenomenon where you can't remember your dreams mm-hmm. like 10 minutes after? That's because you're going from different levels of consciousness. Really? So um, in it, so when someone gets amnesia, that means they're switching their comp, their consciousness really quickly. Mm-hmm. So you have someone who's in deep sleep, which I think is REM sleep, where you're dreaming. And then you wake up well it's so traumatizing for you right like that that sudden um change a awa- change in consciousness yeah. that it it changes your memory and yeah. so you you forget you can remember bits and pieces but you can't remember your dream in full mm-hmm. and it's it, uh hypnotizing is the same way you go from a level of consciousness and then they can set it up where you snap back and then you can't remember right you ever heard of DMT? Uh, isn't it's a chemical, isn't it? Yeah, it's a dimethyltryptamine, mm-hmm. and we, our bodies produce it. Uh, it's in our liver, I think, our lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in rats, they produce it in their pineal gland. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> a lot of people talk about how possibly, whenever you are falling asleep, that your body releases that chemical. Mm-hmm. And that's what produces the dreams. Um, it's a drug, mm-hmm. and you can take it's a 
hallucinogen. Yeah. And the way you do it is you um, you can get it. It's found in a lot of plants, um, different versions of it, but um, the way it works, and it's very similar to a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you smoke it, and you immediately, it comes on, and you're taken into a dream state for about 15 to 30 minutes you are completely gone so you're taken into your subconscious right and you are or un- you're, you're unconsciousness gone. yeah and it you i know of people who have done it and um, not naming any names it's uh you're, you take like three hits of this right mm-hmm. that's like the recommended dose by the third hit you are in blast off mode and you are in this other realm or dimension or whatever you want to call it and it feels just like a dream because what happens is you're there and then you come out and you can't remember a lot of what just happened Mm -hmm. you can remember bits and pieces exactly like a dream and it's like as soon as you get out you remember it all but then you forget just like you would a dream and it it's it's a really weird thing, man. So uh, what he what he kind of talks, and I'm I'm probably gonna butcher this, but what he talks about in his book is um it is a primitive state of mind dreaming, mm. uh because and I, I'm gonna say this, and this is this is controversial, but it's not really that controversial because when you think about it, it's oh yeah, humans uh will always worship some form of god, mm-hmm. right? Now. Saying that, people go, well, I don't believe in God. But those people typically worship something. Science, math, uh, rational thought. Um, They see it as this all-powerful thing that uh, has ultimate control. Right? Uh, Atheists. Mm. Um, Atheists are very religious, which is weird to say, but they are. They're just, they don't worship the same gods. Yeah. Right. They worship a different type of God. Right. And that's science and rational thought. Yeah. Right. And they see it as this all powerful, has all the answers. Mm -hmm. Sound kind of familiar. Right. Yeah. Right. And so he argues that humans have this uh, this natural draw to something higher than themselves because there is. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Every human wants to know where they came from. Right. Um, And so when you move to these more rational thoughts, you try to kill off your primitive self. Mm -hmm. And he states that that's impossible. And he says, that's where dreams come from because your, it is your primitive self. Mm. And so that's when this, this, um, this id comes alive is when you're sleeping Mm -hmm. because your, your guards off You're You don't have, you're not rationally thinking Mm -hmm. because that part of your brain is asleep. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, he says, if you do not have this, it will drive you insane because humans have to have a purpose to life. The ones that don't commit suicide. Right. Right. And I, I know that's that's a topic people don't like talking about. But yeah. if you if you don't have a purpose in life, you, you, you will want to die. Yeah. Um, and that that's why humans are always trying to rationalize, like why they why they need to exist. Mm-hmm. Um. And why why they why they why they have to do the things they do, um, but he he states that in the book, and I, I took that to heart because you see it, mm-hmm. you you see, that people are always trying to rationalize why they exist, um, 
even if even if they don't say that they're religious, they're religious about something. Right. You're right. 100% right. Every civilization ever has worshipped something. Yeah. Uh, and we're getting away from the primitive way, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Um, I don't worship science. I, I think science has a lot of flaws. Yeah. Because it can give you an answer, but it doesn't tell you what to do with the answer. Whereas, and, and see that this is getting into the debate kind of topic. Yeah. I think Christianity versus atheism is superior. Okay. And atheists will tell you that they think atheism versus mm-hmm. real, you know, yeah. Christianity is superior. Yeah. I think Christianity is superior because it it doesn't give you the answers, but it tells you how to get them. Mm-hmm. Right? And it tells you it, it kind of tells you how far to go with it. Yeah. Uh be and I I feel like Christianity makes someone want to strive to be a better person. I I don't mm-hmm. feel like necessarily science does that because science tells you how to get power. Right. But it doesn't tell you how how to what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So it gives you free range. And I think that's dangerous. And that that yeah. goes back to blind ambition and science leads to disaster. It always does. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at the nuclear bombs. Right? Yeah. Um and uh just kind of medical testing in general. Mm-hmm. Uh the remember we talked about the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. They have ultimate power and they have endless resources to do science. Mm-hmm or to uh, study science. And they do a lot of atrocities on a daily basis. And a lot of people don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I understand why. Um, but I don't necessarily trust the medical industry, which is weird. Yeah. Because most people do. Most people blindly follow. And that goes back to that religious thing. People are religious about the medical industry. You're so right. Right. And, and you, being a hippie... Mm. To put it broadly, I'm, yeah. I'm broadly painting you with a brush. Do you have you looked in the mirror lately? <laughs> I look like a homeless person. Yeah, you look like a, like you follow the Grateful Dead, right? Uh, but it, it it's it's very interesting because people go, I don't believe in God, right? But hey, these people know what they're talking about, so you should listen to them, right? Go get a vaccine. Yeah. Go get a vaccine. <laughs> right. right. The same people that put asbestos in talcum powder and baby powder, I want them giving me a vaccine that yeah. hasn't thoroughly been tested. Yeah. Not me, but, man. Yeah. <laughs> right back to controversy. I'd rather get COVID again. Yeah, me too. I'd rather get COVID than get the fucking vaccine. Are you kidding me? I'd rather do jujitsu. Yeah. That's my vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nobody talks about exercise. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are the old ways. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the new age, yeah. as they like to tell you. Yeah, but it's not shocking though. What? It's it's not shocking. I mean, no. Uh, if you're sad, it, get, take this pill. It, if you're sick, take this. It, it goes yeah. back to the do what's easiest. Yeah. You you have that natural urge to do what's easiest, and that's that's why you see a lot of people who are overweight, uh, overindulging all the mm-hmm. time, always overindulging. It's because it's easy. Yeah. It's fun. It's yeah. It's the same way with pornography, yeah. right? And and uh, alcohol and drugs, um, yep. and um, laying on the couch and playing video games, it, mm-hmm. and watching TV. It's easy. You, it requires no thought, mm-hmm. and it's okay to do those things. But when you give in to them, is yeah. when they become bad, right? We we talked about drugs, uh, and I I will say I don't want drugs to be illegal. I. Really? I, 
I didn't I don't I don't think I said that last episode. No, if I yeah. if I did, I misspoke. I I want people to have freedom to do the things they want. Mm. My argument is the um it, it's more of the uh I, I'm having a hard time. I'm Safety. Having a, yes. It's the uh, m- the morality mm. side of it. I, I don't I don't care if people do drugs. Right. Right. You, you're your own person. You can do your own things. Yeah. Right. Um, I I don't want it to be the norm. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want it. I I want people to do good things and yeah. and not uh, overindulge. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's where my problem comes in is yeah. when people overindulge in it because they 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 mostly do. Yeah. Um. But I. I don't I don't have a problem with people doing it. Um I I always tell people close to me, I always urge them against it yeah. and they always call me stupid or they something like that. They go, ah, I've never called you stupid. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I've never called you stupid. Yeah. I value your opinion. Yeah. And uh uh it, it's the morality side that that I that I argue for, mm-hmm. and morality is hard to argue. I, yeah. I understand that, but yeah. um, I I don't want the government telling people what to do. I don't like the government telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just certain issues I I have problems with. Yeah. That um, I I feel like people are being told the wrong thing, and that, I'd agree. That's just uh, yeah. but I I think I think most things have have a good side to them if used properly. Uh, I know. Really? Well, like for instance, a cancer patient who's in pain all the time. Give them, give them pot. I don't care. Yeah, I'd let them do cocaine. They're dying. Who cares? Yeah, right. He, you got, you got three months to live, dude. Here's some meth. It's yeah. whatever. <laughs> whatever works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, some some eight year old boy shouldn't be doing drugs. Agreed. I think people who tries to give them drugs, I think they're evil. Yeah. I think they have bad intentions. I think. I think at a young age, because for me, it, it seems like people doing drugs, the age gets younger and younger. And I have a, I had yeah. that, that deeply upsets me and makes me angry. Mm-hmm. And I think people are doing that intentionally. Yeah. Because, and, and it goes back to, I, I think getting people hooked on drugs, and this is throughout history, you can look, getting people hooked on drugs is an easy way to control someone. Yeah. They did this with the Native Americans with alcohol. They would, they would give Native Americans alcohol mm-hmm. to get them to become alcoholics. Yeah. And then they would use that to control them because they like, well, I want this. If you want alcohol, you have to give me this. Or if you want alcohol, you have to move. We're not going to give you any more. And yeah. it, um, it. Catholics there, too. Yeah, Catholics. They used to. Uh, the Roman church. You know, the, the sage that they burn. Mm-hmm. They go through. um this might not be true. It's probably not true, but um, I saw somewhere because I, I know I know they burn incense, right? And yeah, that was uh, I don't remember why that was used, but the man walks down. Now it's just yeah, it's I know just sage. But, I I know what you're talking about. They um, they had the little thing and they'd wave it around. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and that that's another example of. I have my problems with the Catholic Church. I mm-hmm. think there's positives to it and negatives to it. Mm-hmm. The negatives comes from the power aspect and what they do with it. Right. But on the topic of mm-hmm. of controlling people. Yes. No, I hundred um, percent agree with you. They they Sorry. this is from the article that I read that mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, so Sage and. Do you remember the article? No. Okay. I can probably show you later. Uh, Sage is. Um, 
like cousins with a plant called salvia. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of salvia? Mm-mm. It's a hallucinogen and it is extremely strong. Mm-hmm. Like extremely strong. One of the strongest, I'd say. And um, from what it said in the article, it sounded like they used to mix that in mm-hmm. and it would help, you know, you go up and you breathe in all this in, you know, you're getting that secondhand smoke from it. It can help, you know, draw people in and mm-hmm. control them and put things in their heads and, you know, kind of creepy. Yeah, because uh, hallucinogenics, uh, is a good example would be Charles, Man- Charles Manson. Charles Manson used uh, LSD to get people to a state where they're more um, accepting to what he what he tells them. Mm-hmm. He would He would get people high on acid all the time because they're more uh, susceptible Mm -hmm. to what what he says. And I I see that when I see government officials and people from the government pushing drugs Mm -hmm. like like marijuana, and and I I don't have a problem with people doing marijuana. I don't Mm -hmm. think marijuana to to an extent should be illegal. I, I think it... I know it's different from alcohol, but I think giving it a test run, it should be treated the same as alcohol. You have to be mm-hmm. a certain age to buy it, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You you shouldn't be able you shouldn't be driving under the influence of marijuana, Agreed. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I don't think drugs in general should be illegal. Right. Um, all drugs. Uh, for the most part, I I, f- I feel like some of them should be controlled to some aspect. I don't think yeah. they should just. I don't. For instance, I don't think they should just hand out cocaine on the street corner, right? Kind of thing. Um, you seen what they're doing in Oregon? Mm-mm. Uh, all drugs are decriminalized. Really? So you can have small doses. Is of, is is Oregon the same place that's like burning to the ground right now? Possibly. <laughs> uh oh, that doesn't um, look good. Yeah, a lot of meth heads. A lot yes. of dudes on PSP yes. just running around, just freaking See, out. See, that scares me. Yeah, that really scares me. Um, but the, the thing is, is people need to know that historically people have used drugs to control a population. Right. And I, I try to tell people this and they go, I would never fall for that. Yeah. And then they go, dude, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. It's like, you see this dude? And I'm like, he's saying he's lying to you. And they go, yeah. no, dude, he knows what he's talking about. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like holy crap! Didn't they do that with the Nazis? Weren't the Nazis on like meth or something? Um, like that? so that uh, they used they had meth induced chocolate bars, but that was for when they did Blitzkrieg, so that they could be awake for three days straight. Oh, whenever they go, yeah. um, I, there was the the prime example I can think of is the uh, LSD, uh, the Charles Manson, because right. he he used to actually do that. He would give yeah. people LSD, and he'd be like. I want you to go kill an entire family. And they would go, okay, they're mm. evil. They're bad. You need to go, yeah. oh, okay. Um, I think Jonestown did the same thing where they, they allowed people to do drugs because they're more complacent. Mm. Um, I know this isn't a set case for everyone, and this is kind of a broad uh, generalization. I'm, I'm well aware of that. Don't get your pitchforks. From my experience, marijuana sometimes makes people fat and lazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Definitely. And the best population to control are people that are fat and lazy mm-hmm. because they're not, they're like, whatever, just give me pot and yeah. I'll sit down and smoke pot and I'll let you do whatever yeah. you want. And oh. and I know that's that's yeah. a generalization. Very, no, you're 100% right. Right. Yeah. Um, 
and because I know people go, well, what about Joe Rogan? And yeah. I go, I know Joe Rogan smokes pot, and yeah. he also has a lot of money. So yeah, but I think that if you smoke pot and are lazy and you just eat Cheetos all day, yeah, you probably weren't gonna be doing much anyway. Yes, you, know, you are already lazy. Right. Joe Rogan's a good example though, but there's plenty of like no, I, I'm I'm saying yeah. that was a general yeah. that was a generalization. Yeah. He's definitely a go to. Yes. Um but uh I, I know drugs in general. Um and I, I talked about this last episode, so we're kind of merging topics. <laughs> um drugs makes it okay for people to be bored. Mm. And I, that's a generalization, I know. Yeah. But from experience it can become someone's personality is I that I do drugs and yeah. it, it makes it okay for them to be bored and they're not doing other things that they should be doing. I agree. Right. Um, and people will take advantage of that. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of abusive relationships, they'll give their spouses drugs mm-hmm. because they, um, you, you see this with, with, uh, crackheads and meth heads. We, we have a lot of those in this mm-hmm. area. They're, they're always beating their wives or vice versa. The the husband's getting his, his teeth kicked in. Um, but they stay because of the drugs, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't make sense. Like they'll be hitting each other. One always eventually gets killed. And you're like, well, why did they, because, because drugs, mm-hmm. people will do anything for drugs. Yep. But that, that's just kind of my, my greatest fear yeah, is people becoming complacent and okay with people doing atrocity, uh, at- committing atrocities because mm-hmm. because of drugs. Yeah, and uh, I know that's that's looking ahead in, but I I have in in this this kind of ties in. I have doubts about humanity, great doubts, because a lot of people don't have good intentions when they do things, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are two faced. Me included. Me included. I have huge faults in my character, right? Um, I'll just point off: I'm stubborn. I get I get angered easily. Um, I'm very narcissistic. Narcissistic sometimes. I have an inflated ego. Really? Yes, I could use a I could use a humbling every once in a while. Like like last episode, that was very humbling for me. Mm. I'm like, well, I kind of looked like an idiot, so that's good. That's good, right? I'm not right. Um, you didn't look like an idiot. What well, did we talk about last time? I don't even remember. Well, I, I was I was talking about something, and there was a very obvious connection that I didn't see. That you, I was kind of backing myself into a corner, and you go, "Would that be the same?" Because I was talking about caffeine. I go, "A little bit of caffeine is okay, but not overdoing it." And you go, "Wouldn't that be the same thing with drugs?" And I go, "Oh shoot, I didn't mm. realize the obvious because mm. I was sniffing my own farts." I see. Right. <laughs> And that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, that and you get that a lot with people who don't debate. They have a huge ego, and they're like, mm. "My my philosophy isn't flawed." Mm. And then you talk to them, and then they get mad and storm off. Yeah. But I have a very large ego. Sometimes, sometimes I'm a little more humble and down to earth. But yeah. sometimes I can get, I can get really big headed. Hmm. Um, which, but but all of those things are natural. Yeah. For humans. Um, for instance, I'm, I'm a guy, so I'm, I get irritable pretty easily because, uh, in, in my, my, my family heritage, I'm, we're full of hot blooded guys. Right. Like when, uh, how does it feel when you get mad? 
Some people see red. My blood literally feels like it's boiling. Really? Like my whole body gets flushed and it's like burning hot. I don't really get angry that often. Like I've been angry. Mm-hmm. It's more so just like, like all some... logic <laughs> is out the door. And see that that happens. Like... Your rationality goes. Yeah. Uh, some people they get headaches when they get mad. Really. Uh, some people see red, but it's it's different. It's not like there's not like millions of different types of angry. That's there's usually general different ones. Mm-hmm. But my body heats like like it feels like my blood's on fire really? and my chest hurts and all i want to do is punch something mm. right and but that's my family lineage that's how it is yeah we get and it's called hot-blooded that's mm. right you hear that you someone's hot-blooded that's where it comes from mm. because some people their blood literally feels like it's boiling that's interesting but uh but i i've met people who they say their vision goes red Right. Yeah, I've and heard that. that. I've right. never experienced and it. It has something to do with the blood in your eyes. Wow. Like it, it's it's really interesting. Yeah. Um in like it's the same thing with different emotions. Like uh like sometimes when people get really happy their chest hurts or their stomach hurts. Mm-hmm. Right? And that it's it's really interesting stunning emotions and looking into stuff like that. Yeah. Especially like when you feel a certain way looking at and so when my blood gets really hot I go exercise or I go do something to cool off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just punch an inanimate object, which probably isn't the healthiest thing to do, but you have to get your aggression out some way. These people that hold it in, I don't understand. I don't understand how you can sit and just revel in it because I can't. I like, if my phone makes me mad, I have to find something soft to baseball pitch it at. Mm. Or like my laptop, I'm going to break it over my knee, so I close it, and then I go walk. I go do something. Interesting. But uh, well, a lot of pe- times when you see people snap, it's because they're holding this in. A lot of people, some people swallow, like physically swallow their anger. Mm. Like they'll physically swallow it. And it, I don't know how they do that. Yeah. But it's it's like, it makes your, it actually makes your stomach hurt. Really? Mm-hmm. But uh, like like I said, I've never. I only have one reaction, and that's literally like hot blood. Mm. Um, but like different people uh, handle it different ways. Yeah. Uh, but human emotion is fascinating because the emotion side is primitive. Mm-hmm. And this this goes back to the uh, the id and the ego and the superego. It's you you have this. Every human has this primitive side, mm-hmm. which there's no rationale to it and that this goes back to to lust right Mm -hmm. uh men typically are over sexual Mm -hmm. right and you do have to suppress it but it is natural yeah it's when you overdo it it's bad right like you can go oh that chick's pretty hot right right but if you walk up to her and go hey baby two handfuls and I want the rest in a doggy bag kind of shit. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, you're taking it too far. Unless she's re- receptive, then awesome, right? Yeah. But you don't want to go up to every woman and say, hey, baby, I want to put you on the desk like homework and do you all night. Right. <laughs> Did you just come up with those? Did you have those ready? Uh, I, I thought about the, the doggy bag one. I just thought of the homework one I've heard before. Gotcha. But the doggy bag that's one good. I like, that was pretty funny. Yeah. 
but like like sadness, like it's okay to be sad. But we we talked about. I keep mm-hmm. going back to last episode, but they kind of tie in together. Yeah. Um, it's okay to be sad. Don't overindulge in it. Right. It's it's okay to be uh sexual. Mm-hmm. Don't overindulge in it. It's okay to be angry. Don't go punching random people in the face. Yeah, or breaking laptops. Or breaking laptops. Yeah. Right. Uh, also a good um, I. I had someone tell me this, and it's very good advice. Don't take out your anger on other things, like other people. Mm-hmm. If you're angry at someone, be angry at them. Mm. Because what you see is people get angry, and then they go and scream at someone, and they're like, like they yep. do something tiny, like they like they forget, like um, yeah, that's like, me. Like you, they they forget like to park their car in or the right park, and you go, what the. Right. Yeah. You scream at them and they're like, what did I do? Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. That's not healthy. Yeah. If you're angry with someone, tell that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And that goes back to you can do it in a friendly way and not go, I'm going to, I'm going to beat your face in. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Uh, and it's okay to be angry. Mm-hmm. Right. That's once again, that's natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes violence, you know, is an acceptable option. When mm-hmm. someone decks you in the face, you don't just want to go, okay, let's talk. Yeah. You you punch them back. Right. Or you don't just sit there and take it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and and people are scared of that. People go, Oh, I don't I don't want you, you know, violence is never an option. No, violence is an option. It's just not always the option. Like you that's not always your first option. Sometimes it right. is. Some like if someone someone says, Hey I had sex with your mom. You don't just uh, yeah. deck him in the face. You go, well, I doubt that because I was. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that, was, that was bad. That was, <laughs> that was great. Uh, See, we threw in a little incest humor. Yeah. It is Kentucky. That is true. Anyways. <laughs> that was good. I would make myself laugh. That was but a good one. It, it, I don't know. It's uh it, it's all about um sometimes action is your first response, sometimes thinking before what you do is the correct response. Yeah. Because it's a gray area. Mm-hmm. There's no sometimes there's a definite right answer, but sometimes there is a gray morality. Mm-hmm. For instance, the the one I brought up earlier, if a dude's going to stab you, right. you may have to kill him. Yeah. Right? So that just yeah yeah it's a bad thing but it has to be done because mm-hmm. if you don't take him out he will take he's he's already got a knife he's trying to take you that's yeah. the only option yeah. it's not a good option but it's the only option it's either you get stabbed or you, you don't get stabbed yeah um if someone says hey i'm gonna i'm gonna kick your ass you can laugh it off and go okay whatever mm-hmm. right if he tries to kick your ass then you know then then you're in a fight, so right. Um, but it, it's looking at these things helps, and 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 thinking of what you would do. What I like to do is I like to give myself kind of a challenge, and uh, so like I I would because humans have high egos, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, oh, I would never do something like that. But then you put yourself in their shoes. The the only exception, in my opinion, is is rape and pedophilia, right? Right. I would. There is no yeah. instance where I would ever do anything like that. I agree. 
and that's if you go to a prison, those people are at the low. They're they're scum. Mm-hmm. E- serial killers look at those people bad. Yeah, they're like, well, at least I'm not diddling kids. Yeah, right. Um, those are the only exceptions. Yeah, <laughs> right. I would agree. With that. Maybe yeah. you know, you know serial killing too. Yeah, uh, but even that has it, and it's it's this is gonna sound bad. Even that has a gray area. Mm. Right, because it goes back to well, what if he's killing awful people? Yeah, right. He has a good intention behind it. He's just has a bad execution. Right, right. Um, there, it, and, and you know, it, it's getting into that. But uh, I like I like asking myself that question: like, would I have the? Do I have that in me? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And most of the time, the answer is yes. Yeah, right. It's not something I really think about a lot. I must but say. It, but it, it's it's yeah. a it's a good thing to do. It, it's really humbling. It's like, yeah. well, you know, I look I look at this person that robbed, but you know, he did it because he doesn't have any money. Mm-hmm. Right now, if he's robbing because he's addicted to meth, yeah. right? I, I'm not addicted to meth, so I wouldn't steal because of that. Yeah. What if it happens though? Right, kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. wait, what about that? Uh, it doesn't mean he's right. Doesn't mean he did a he's but it it's kind of you you look you look at yourself in a different way. Yeah. I'd say ego's something that I struggled with for a while. Mm-hmm. And um just in the past few years really I've been trying to <clears throat> be more aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, in, anger too. Yeah. Honestly. I I used to struggle with anger. Um and, and see, it it's it is a good thing, but there's there's always that bad side that you'll always have that. Right. Yeah. Right. You always strive, but to you be can, better. You, yes, exactly. You just yeah. strive to be yeah. less worse. Yeah. Right. Like less I will worse. always. Yeah. I will always have an ego. Yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes you have to have an ego. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you have to have an air about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in times when it's needed. Mm-hmm. When it becomes bad is whenever you have an ego when there's no reason you should have one. Exactly. Um, and and that's that's usually when you you get you look ridiculous. Yeah. So I and and I have a problem with it. Uh, I think too highly of myself sometimes. And that's natural. Yeah, and it's natural. Yeah. Uh, you you always want to. Uh, be, be better. Mm-hmm. Right. But you kind of you kind of have to look at things. Yeah, I struggle with it. I'm not gonna lie. It's um, it's a daily struggle. Honestly, of you course, think about it a lot. Think you know, I um, I like being the best. Mm-hmm. I like, and that's that's you know, not necessarily a bad thing. It's it's whenever you do underhanded things to be the best. Mm-hmm. If you if you work hard and strive to be the best, right, that's okay. Yeah, and uh, it may not happen. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, you you have to be the best version of yourself. Right. Yeah. Because you can go well. Uh, a good example is jujitsu. Uh, sometimes I get disheartened because I look and I'm like, oh man, I'm not as good as that person. Mm. But I got to go. Well, I was better than I used to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I feel like jiu-jitsu would be a that very humbling experience. Yes, you get smashed by like yeah 
it it oh my gosh it's bad yeah you're like oh yeah i'm really good oh crap i just got choked out yeah <laughs> or like she almost broke my arm or he almost broke my yeah. arm it's like wow like I, I got caught off guard there that was stupid and then you beat yourself up mm-hmm. and but you know you're back to the grind yeah and you, you learn your, from it yeah you put your yeah. nose to the grindstone but I, I used to be worse. I used to have a really, really bad ego. Uh, and that, that was a good example. Jiu-Jitsu really, I saw things for how they are. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, you are not as good as you think you are. Right. It's it's the same thing. Um, I I am not good at hand-to-hand combat. Mm. Right? Uh, if someone walked up behind me and stabbed me with a knife, I'll probably die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Someone pulled a gun out and shot me. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. I can do about that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, someone can always best you. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it's the way... And if if someone gets shot in the back, I that's that's not really... Right? You, sh- mm. <laughs> they, you shouldn't be humiliated for that person because the person who shot them in the back I see is kind of cowardly. Yeah. It's the same thing with jumping. Uh, jumping people... I, I talked. Oh yeah, I talked yeah. about this in high. When you jump someone, that's cowardly. Oh yes, right, hundred percent. Um, and and I I've noticed people are scared to say this. I I I said some to someone in high school, because they said they were gonna like they said they were gonna jump me, and I called him a coward. I said, Psh, you can't take me one on one. Yeah, nothing happened. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, the they used to jump people after school a lot. It was what. A, yeah. Who? No, don't say who. Yeah. Who? Tell, Tell me, me their name and address. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was always in uh the parking lot beside the school. It wasn't the school parking lot. You know what parking lot I'm talking about. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. That was that was a thing they used to do. Huh. And they would always talk about like, oh, who are we gonna jump next? And I'm like, why are you excited about that? That's yeah, that's kinda what sad. What are you gonna take from a high schooler? That's my question. It was always like Oh, well, you're talking crap. Well, I'm going to get my friends and we'll beat you up. Oh, I see. Kind of thing. Which I it, I see as cowardly. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> I may get jumped. I'll still see it as cowardly. I don't know. It's so messed up, man. It's the it's same as like hitting hitting someone when their back's turned to you. That's yeah. you. You should always, you may not win the fight, but knowing that you fought the right way. Yeah. Uh, cause in my, my opinion, fighting is, uh, an art. It's an art form. A hundred percent. Uh, even, even when there's bloodshed, it's an art form. Yep. Um, when it's not an art form is whenever someone has a completely, uh, huge advantage over someone else. Right. Like, uh, what happened to Julius Caesar? He got stabbed. Like, it was like 60 people. That's, mm. that's pathetic. Yeah. It was one dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, the those those people that assassinated him they weren't they weren't cool, mm. right? That they, they're not they're not feared. It was sixty. It was like what? It may not have been sixty. He got stabbed like sixty times or something. It was, yeah, it was it was way more. It was just him, and he wasn't expecting it. Right, right. Yeah, I think it was it was only like it was twelve this, people. Or yeah, maybe it was less it was this, it was the senators, uh, mm-hmm. but they they assassinated him, right? That's yeah. that's. It's not art. Yeah. That's just slaughter. You know who the mountain is? The mountain? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. He was in uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, see, I've never watched Game of Thrones. Huge dude. But um, 
like huge. It's insane. Um, he fights Conor McGregor. Oh, he who's does. Very tiny. He's mm-hmm. you know he's he's an itty bitty guy, and uh, you would expect that this you know six seven David and Goliath huge dude would yeah it is definite David and Goliath. I was I was getting ready to bring that up. Um, David and Goliath is a uh, is an archetype. Small defeats. Uh, the weak defeats the strong, Mm. right? And he does this, uh, with the sling. Right. Right. And you might say, well, that's an act of cowardice. Mm. You got to look at the size difference. Yeah. Right. And it's the same with guns, right? Yeah. Um, if a big person attacks you and you shoot them, if, if you just didn't shoot them without them knowing it, right? If, if someone attacks you and you shoot them, I don't see that as cowardly. Right. I see it as cowardly if you just shoot some guy for no reason. Right. Right. Or if he's talking crap and you just shoot them. Yeah. If he's not engaging with you, it's cowardice. Mm-hmm. Right. That's uh, this will be the last thing we talk about. I know. we're How wrong, How long are we running? I have no clue. Yeah. I don't care. I'm just hanging out. Uh, school shooters mm. are cowards. They're pathetic. Mm-hmm. They go in knowing people are unarmed. And they shoot a bunch of people. I don't blame the gun. I blame the person who's doing it. They're cowards. They're weak and they're weak and pathetic. Any anyone who does that is weak and pathetic, right? And you, it it, it always breaks my heart because you see it in the news and they go, they they treat them as if they're this scary, all powerful being. They're not. They went in and shot a bunch of unarmed people. That's pathetic. That. Anyone with a spine wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's the weakest of the weak. Yeah. Right? And that that goes back to David and Goliath. Goliath was a giant man with a sword and a shield. Mm -hmm. The the shield was, or the sword was as big as a person. Yeah. Right? David took him down with a rock. Right? That's not cowardice. Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. If Goliath was an unarmed man that wasn't trying to fight him and David killed him for no reason, that's yeah. cowardice. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that he was armed and he challenged David. Yeah. Or David challenged Goliath, mm. I think. I, it's been I a while since I've read the story. Yeah. But that's not cowardice. A man bringing a pistol to a rifle fight is not cowardice. A man bringing a rifle to a fist fight is cowardice. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And if you've ever looked into the people who commit these massacres, they're pathetic little weirdos. Every sing every single time I knew it was they're pathetic they're pathetic weirdos. Yeah. And I'm I'm enunciating the P so you can hear it. They're pathetic. Mm-hmm. Right? Every single time. Nick Cruz, I, I think the the Florida one, mm. he put out a video and he sounded Pardon my French. He sounded retarded, mm. right? He sounded like there was something wrong with him. Really? <laughs> yeah, he goes, everyone will fear me after this. That's creepy. <laughs> but you hear it, yeah. and you're like, if this wasn't a dude that like shot a bunch of people, a bunch of innocent people, like, and I, I'm not scared of Nick Cruz. He right. he cried like a baby in court, mm. right? He's not he's not a scary person. Mm. He's just he had the upper hand. Yeah. 
that's why people don't go and shoot up gun stores. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Or police stations. Yeah. Because they know they don't have the upper hand. Yeah. These people go and shoot in gun-free zones. Yeah. Because they know there's not guns. The the security guard that the armed armed guard that was in the school that was supposed to pre- protect those children, he was a coward. He fled. Really? He was paid to be there to protect from a situation like that and he fled. He's a coward. Hmm. He's spineless. I didn't know that. He's not a hero. Right? He still he he has a job there now, I think. Hmm. Uh uh Biden did something with him. He gave him lots of money and stuff for fleeing. For being a coward. Wow. That was his job, and he failed to do it. Hmm. Right? I didn't know that. Let's talk about Southern, a real hero, Sutherland Springs. The church shooting, hmm. I think like 25 people got murdered. Some, some idiot went in and shot a bunch of people in a church. Hmm. A man with an AR hunted him down and killed him. Yep. That's a hero. Right. Yeah, that was uh, a few years ago. Yep, that yeah. was. I, I think that was uh, before. It was either before, or after the, like, shortly before, or after the Parkland shooting. Right. Nobody talked about it. Yeah. You know why? That. Because a man with a gun stopped a man with a gun. Yeah. Don't think for a second if that guy hadn't showed up, he wouldn't have killed more people. This was a crazy, pathetic loser. Mm. Who wanted to hurt people. Right, and that goes back to what we were talking about before. People are capable of doing horrible things. Yeah. And that's why I think you should be able to... You you have to know that. You can't live your life without knowing that. Yeah. Right? That humans are inherently evil. Right. Uh, do you have any comments? I, dude, no. I've, I've been like... I got on my soapbox yeah. and I preached. No, I I enjoy it. You enjoy just listening to me? Yeah, I do. I hope I have a nice voice. I'd, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> eh, <Yeah>. kind of. <laughs> Probably better than mine. I don't know. I, th- I feel like yours is a lot smoother. Really? I feel like my voice is kind of scratchy. I, what if I talked like I was on NPR radio today? Welcome I'm... back. Welcome back to the sellout. I'm your host... Is that pretty good? Dude, yeah. That sounded just like a radio station. Welcome back to Wild and Wacky Wednesday. I'm your host. That was pretty good. I Thank like you. that. I should just start talking like Goofy. Oh, gosh, Mike Slee. Mike Slee. Gosh. <laughs> yup. Okay, we're getting into the goofiness. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. We're both slap happy. Yeah, definitely. This this was good. This it was. This was a really good episode. Holy crap! That was that was good. Yeah. Ooh, we've had a few good ones. My knee just popped. Well, we've only done two since we've been back. Yeah, since we got back. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I if I uploaded the one where we talked about it, but uh, this podcast is just kind of a hobby. Mm. Uh, I've said it several times. Uh, I, I keep having people that'll ask me when it when it'll come back and stuff. Uh, but it, it's just kind of a hobby. 
we're I, I want to get in a regular schedule and do regular episodes, but mm-hmm. if if I'm busy, it's it'll get put on the back burner. Right. It's it's just it's something I do for fun. Yeah. Like I don't I don't care if it takes off. It's just nice to talk about things because uh it, it's kind of my opinion immortalized until yeah. it inevitably and it inevitably gets taken down. Yeah. By YouTube. It'll happen. And I'll I'll wait laugh. the day. And I'll laugh. We'll have to start up a new one or something. I'll call it the uh the we're selling out even more podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. We, we, I, I tried to get it set on a schedule and it was just too much of a strain mm-hmm. for both of us really. Cause, yeah. uh, you, you have to do a lot of work behind the scenes. Yeah. My, I'm just, and, but we're, we're both so busy that it, I, I'd like to have a schedule. Um, but if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be too upset. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like that we have people that watch it. Mm, uh, me too. I think her last episode had like one view, but you know, it was one person that watched it. So, uh, but I, I like having people that watch it, but I just, I don't, I don't want them getting their hopes up that, uh, we will be regulars. Yeah. But I mean, we have a lot of content put up. We probably have, we do. We probably have like a hundred hours. Yeah. We've been doing this for 50. How many years we've been doing this? I think this October, it'll be two or three years. Yeah. I want to say it's, Pushing three. Because we started in 2018. Yeah. Was it 2018? Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, I know. I keep forgetting to be like, oh, yeah, happy happy two-year anniversary. Well, think about it, man. I mean, we've been in this new studio for almost two years. Actually, Mm -hmm. it is two years. Over two years. No. A long time. Yeah. Over two years. But yeah, uh, this October, it'll be three years that we've been doing the podcast. That's crazy. Uh, I think two years since the name change. Maybe less than that. Because yeah. we, we, uh, I changed the name. Um, and, and I did that because I, I really... I, I liked the name when it started out, but then I wanted to get away from politics. Mm. And I, I had a lot of people that saying I was selling out, and I liked that. I thought it was funny that I was a sellout. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run with that idea. Yeah. I'm just not going to take take it seriously. Yeah. So that's why I changed it to the sellouts because I, I thought that was pretty funny. I even misspelled it. Really? Cause I, yeah. Because there's, there's supposed to be a dash in between oh, sellouts. Yeah. yeah. So I even misspelled it because I thought that was funnier. Yeah, that is funnier. <laughs> I never noticed that until yeah. just now. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I, I thought it was great because uh, like we, I had a, I posted something on on the old social media that I used to have, and it got like a thousand hate comments or mm, something like that. Yeah, and I was like, that the one that stuck out was your sellout, but it was spelt incorrectly. And I was like, that's great. So I ran with that idea. Yeah, uh, I got called a bootlicker a bunch of times, a, like probably three hundred times. Yeah, um, that was weird. It's whatever. I I like. Uh, there, I like the police. Uh, there are aspects, obviously, that I don't like. Um, I like the local departments. Um, the sheriff's department, uh, I didn't used to have a big respect for, but I have a, a larger respect um, because they're they're elected by the people. Mm. Um, and uh, I know if a big gun ordinance was put in, the sheriff's department won't do anything about it. Right. 
because we we live in a, a heavy gun area. Like they'll go knocking on doors and get shot at. There's no way they're doing that. Yeah. Um, but I I I don't like the kind of the police on certain aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that they're complacent with um, certain rights being taken away. Right. Uh, I feel like we live in a pretty good area. We're very lucky. I agree. Um, because they they didn't really enforce like they didn't arrest people over the mass stuff here, as yeah. as far to my knowledge. But I know they yeah. did in California, New York, uh, and places like that. Um, but I'm ve- I'm very I'm thankful that we don't have that kind of police here. Not saying mm-hmm. it won't happen, um, but uh, I I like to think because we're a smaller town that we have uh, we have good. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I don't think all police are bad. But I know that with power comes corruption, mm-hmm. and I understand that. But they they kind of took it. I I said uh, I, what happened was I put a post that says uh, thank your local police, and a lot of people got upset about that. And I was like, okay, over a thousand actually. Yeah, over a thousand. I think I had two likes. Yeah, in like two days. Yeah, yeah, it it got so bad where I was like, man, whatever. Yeah, and um, so I I did the name change because uh, I I like talking about politics, but I was mainly a politics podcast. Like I had a political theme for every episode, right. and I really wanted to get away from that. Like I I just was loathing mm. doing the political episodes. Yeah, and like we get political. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the episodes and we get a little controversial but it's it's kind of like the thing where I can always step back I don't have mm-hmm. this identity anymore where I can just do yeah. whatever I want and, and I like that better yeah yeah it, it can become like a it's a it was a burden yeah I um, mean I even noticed in me and I didn't really do any of the research or you know I just did what I do now mm-hmm. <laughs> just Learn, listen, and interject yeah. occasionally. But uh, man, it 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 affected my mood, you know. And I stopped watching the news. Like I I was really really political, and then um, it just wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, I didn't have that same passion that I used to have. I I still have like this. Uh, I'm still political. I just in general keep it to myself. Um, but I used to. Uh, just all the time talk about politics and watch the news and I realized that um it was affecting my mood a lot I just wasn't happy anymore yeah. um I, I went to I kind of went to a dark place and yeah. I was like you know I'm not gonna do that anymore so I don't I don't I don't watch the news yeah I, um, I found myself getting in that and mm-hmm. especially when we first started because you know you were telling me all these things that I'd never heard about and I was like oh okay yeah let's look into this and, you know, watching videos all day and I just, the, it, and it's, it's, it goes, it goes back to that human, human nature. Humans do awful things. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's kind of, it, it's hard to see the good when you know so much bad. Right. Like you, you can't look at the world. Like I, I forever cannot look at the world in the same way because I've seen things that I, I can't go back from. Yeah. And, um, just, I've learned things that I can't go back from. I just can't ever look at the world the same way. Um, which is okay because I'd much rather be in the know than be naive. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, it's kind of that thing where I know now, so when I see things, I know it's fake. Mm-hmm. But the world, it, the world isn't a bad place if you look in the right areas. Yeah. Um, I, I, told, I, I tell people this all the time. I do very few things in this world. I shoot my gun, I read my Bible, and I plan on starting a family. I think that's as conservative as it gets. Yeah. I think that's as American as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I stay away from the news because the news, all it, it's just bad news now because it's oh, what's, yeah. that's what sells. The news has become a business. Yeah. And they, they sell you this garbage. It's true. But now, now I know when I watch the news, I know they're lying. Yeah, they, there's there's very little truth in what they say nowadays, mm-hmm. and I wonder if that's how it's always been. Just kind of looking yeah. back, um, but you know that's that's a rabbit hole. Yeah, if I if you want to get yourself into, <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, but you should always err on the side of truth. That's just what I'm I'm gonna go with. Uh, and the truth is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and the truth is. Most of the time bad. Yeah. But it's um it's necessary. I you agree. Should. Um but the world has a funny way of doing things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of darkness, but there is light when you look in the right places. Yeah. You're right. This is kind of just the second part of what we talked about last week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I noticed that. That was that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a pretty short episode. I feel like was it wasn't an hour. Yeah, maybe it was. About this is an like hour. this feels like it's been like three hours. It's been a while. Who knows? That's okay. Whatever. I I almost made a really sad joke, but it would. I was gonna say it's not like people watching it anyways. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like anybody's made it this far. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's funny. Yeah, I'm like, wow, look what I put up. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure people do. I know yeah. I've gone back and listened to them all. I've I, some of them are really good. Yeah, some of them not so much, but that's okay. Yeah, I enjoy like, you know, I've done podcasts for a few years now. You know, I was doing one before we started up this, and it's. It, I feel like this one has been the most consistent one. I feel like it's stayed active the longest. Yeah, because I wasn't the host. That's exactly yeah. why. <laughs> he just yeah. It just kind of peters off. Yeah, well, you know, I it's difficult when you have two hosts. Yeah. You know, like when you have two people who want, okay, one person wants to do this, the other one wants to do this. Mm-hmm. And then it, on top of that, whenever you're having a podcast and you're chatting. Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, like you have I'm to, the co-host. Yeah, you know, and I'm aware of that. So if I when, I kind of just come to you and I'm like, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. You go, okay. Yeah, and I'm fine. We'll talk about whatever you want, mm. and I'll let you talk, and you know, I'll throw in my two cents. You you have to have two. Also, I feel like you have to have two people that are compatible. Yeah, like definitely. I I had I uh, Ethan. He was the host before this. Yeah. I think he he was on two or three episodes. Yeah, and then he didn't want to do it anymore. Right. And I was like, "Hey, Jackson, why don't you yeah. come on?" And then we we kind of really hit it off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's difficult whenever because you know I had the Jackson Pat you were mm-hmm. on there, 
our last episode. That was on the last episode. And we've talked about bringing it back up, and we probably will. But um, will you be a co-host on that one too? Or no. You, yeah. So a... that one was we weren't. There were no co-hosts. It was just we were both the host. So that was the difficult part. It was. It was. You was, it was two a, co-hosts. Yeah. So it was. It almost became like um, difficult a, to talk because one battle pers- battle for you were kind of like trying to yeah overpower each. It was kind of a power move kind of thing. Not really, but it turned into it because it was like, for instance, whenever we're chatting mm-hmm. and you want to say something, I would like to hear what you have to say. Yeah, but whenever it's your podcast mm-hmm. and you want to say something and someone interrupts you <laughs> every time that you have to say something, it can get very annoying. We, yeah. We had someone like that mm. on this, on this podcast it can get very annoying. Yeah. And, and then it, that's when the, the battle starts, you know, it, it takes, I, I feel like, it, uh, for you, it takes a lot of pressure off. Cause I'm like, well, oh, this, yeah. this is my yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, and I'm not. I'm not saying this is a bad way. It might fit you. You're kind of just along for the ride. Yeah. And, and you, I, you you interject, right. and I I let you speak, mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like, well, you want to. I I would like to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Um. Uh. And that 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 may be fitting for you. Yeah. I I feel like you enjoy coming on all the time. Yeah. So. And that's you know that's what I want to do with this. Mm-hmm. But I also would like to have, you know, yeah. with a podcast that has my name on it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to say something on occasion. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'd like to do more than, you know. That's uh-huh. Listen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. I Jackson, do do I do I let you talk enough on here? You let me talk enough. Okay. That's the thing. I don't I don't really want to talk cuz I mm-hmm. I kind of the reason I love these so much is because I feel like I learn something yeah. every time. Like like even like the ego thing about you. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, I I didn't know that, and I struggled with that too. So mm-hmm. that was, I learned something, you know, and it's, I'm not here to, to say what I believe or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here to interject on mm-hmm. occasion, and be like, give your two cents, you know, yeah, you, what about you this? Go, you go, you know? wait a minute, yeah, wait, wait a minute, hold on, hold on hey, a second, you're you're kind of sniffing your farts yeah. again, hold Hang up on. a minute, uh, but. You know, I I don't I don't have to talk. Yeah. You know, and that's and, what I love about it. And I like that I have I have the reins, but there's someone to keep me down to earth. Mm. Because I feel like if it was just me, I would talk, and then I would start sniffing my own farts, right. kind of thing. Where I, people would go, "Oh my gosh, this guy." Yeah. But then you go, you go. Now wait just a second. <laughs> yeah. And then I go, okay, okay, fine. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's we fair. balance each other. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like I like having a I like having a kind of different look at things. Mm. Uh and you, I like Ethan a lot. Uh actually I want to have him on as a guest. I on, miss him so much. On here. I haven't seen him in forever. No one has. But uh it, it was kind of the thing where um he didn't he didn't like talking. Yeah. And he didn't really like interjecting. It was just yeah. kind of like um, I would hit the ball to him and then he'd hit it right back. Right. It's not like I, I gave it 
I gave him the mic and he kind of mm-hmm. did something, which, you know, that's just his personality, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like I, I give you the ropes and you do something with it mm. kind of thing. And, and I like that. I, I like being able to bounce ideas cool. off. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting. Yeah. I definitely try to not come across as harsh. Or, uh, <laughs> That's fine. Or not trying to argue. I'll say that. Yeah. It Never happens. trying to argue. I'm more so we're, just. We're not arguing. We're disagreeing. Yeah. No. I don't even want to, you know. I'm not trying to start anything. I just, okay. I, I enjoy, you know, yeah, reining you in on occasion. Yeah, I, I, I need it. I'm telling you, I, I, I have been told that I come off as a know-it-all. Really? Yes. That, that's, that's the big part of my ego. Is mm-hmm. I, um, I come off as a know-it-all, even when I am absolutely stupid when it comes to the subject. Really? Like last episode. Like I, I know little to nothing about drugs, but yeah. here I go talking about them anyways, kind yeah. of thing. Right, even even when I don't know, I, I I know I know some, yeah, but my knowledge is very limited. Right, yeah, and it's okay to talk about it when your knowledge is limited, but there's just some things I don't understand. Yeah, and and I have to accept that yeah. kind of thing. And and you told me that. Yeah, I mean that kind of goes for everybody. Yeah, I mean right, can be an expert in everything. Yeah, exactly. As hard as I try to be, exactly. Yeah. But that that's kind of where my ego comes in. Mm. So it's nice to have someone kind of bring that in and go, I don't think you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Kind of thing. But yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, I agree. I think I think there's a little bit of a science behind podcasts. Yeah. A little bit of the chemistry going on. Yeah, definitely. But uh, this was a really good episode. It was. We talked about a lot of good stuff. We did. We if, talked if, about a lot. If they, I, this is if they see the hour and they go, whoa, they're missing out. Yeah. They're really missing out. Yeah. If you got to this point, congratulations! Holy crap, that was yeah. a ride. Yeah, you should comment. Yeah, com- please <laughs> comment that you made it this far. <laughs> yeah, comment that you made it this far. We'd like to hear it. Uh, thank you guys so much for. I, I keep saying watching. Thank you guys so much for listening because mm. we don't have video. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We always appreciate it. Uh, comment, do whatever, you know. Uh, I'm. Uh, I have this kitten, and if you don't like, comment, or subscribe, I'm gonna throw it in the river. Just kidding. I don't have a kitten. No kittens were harmed in the making. No kittens. Yeah, no kittens were harmed. I promise. Uh, I have an inan- I have an inanimate object. I have a rock. I'll throw the rock in the river. Not the Man, come on. Not Rocky. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we got a little goofy at the end, but it's okay. It's our it's our personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see you again, hopefully, next week. Um, bye-bye.